0: Back to another exciting episode of the Faith Awakens podcast. This is your friendly university chaplain, Father Tom Hennan, joined as I am each week uh, by my co-host,
1: uh, stay-at-home student Megan Grady. <laughs> How you doing, Father Tom?
0: Yeah, I'm. We're we're zooming while we're doing this, so we can actually see each other. Actually, helps with the call. And I just gave kind of a weird look to Megan as she said, "Stay-at-home student, because it's sad, you know. Like, and you know, there's actually there's actually a few students outside my office as we speak that are uh, studying still, and there are still people on campus. But I have definitely noticed the parking lots thinning out uh, since we moved to online only uh, more than a week mm-hmm. ago. So, and for the rest of the semester. So. So, how is life at home? Stay-at-home students, <laughs> Meg Grady.
1: Yeah. So, I think last episode I had kind of talked about how I had to go home on Wednesday. Um, a very abrupt. Uh, usually, I, I am one of those students that sits outside your office and studies. Um, I'm sad I'm not there, joining my my fellow uh, Lower Chapel dwellers. That's kind of sad, but um, life. Life at home has been good. It feels like I'm on break, but I still have to go to class online, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of weird. And I've been procrastinating. Well, I mean, I procrastinate homework usually anyway, but um, it's been really hard uh, trying to find the motivation to do homework at home. I think even more so um, than in the spring, just because I had had that taste of being at school and now I'm quickly at home. Um, yeah again so i don't know it's well weird. and
0: in the spring there was a lot more the semester left too so it's like i I can't like give up i know there's you know right but we were so close to the end of the semester you know just a few things to wrap up but yeah motivation was already waning i imagine among students as it normally does at the end of a semester and then you yep. go home yep, yep this does not help <laughs> yeah um, I, yeah, I know myself too. Like if I really want to get some serious work done, I'd better, I'm way better coming over to my office and doing it here. Cause it's like, this is workspace versus my apartment, which is like, this is relaxation space. And so, um, yeah, I get that. It's, it's probably harder to motivate yourself at home because your, your brain, you know, just like goes into huh, vacation mode. Um, yep we we are spatial beings. We live in time and space, and um, space is important to us. So that's so why we build churches and things like that, because we pray better maybe in a place that's dedicated to that than we might in our rooms at home, or we work better in an office than we might just um, in our living room. But having said that, I do try to get some homework done that I have to do, too, at my apartment. But I kind of, even there, I try to make like a study space. So um, i don 't uh, especially right now i 'm not exactly entertaining a lot of people for dinner, so i don 't really need <laughs> a large dining room table, so that is like my that 's my my doctoral right. study space i 've got my books all laid out there i 've got my laptop set up there i 've got my uh you know notes there and so I can kind of buckle down and work there if I need to. Because the other danger, of course, of coming into the office even with the good intention of kind of getting some homework done, is I get pulled into other work things, um, not homework things, and I get easily distracted by emails. And oh, I need to do this, or I need to contact this person, and I might as well straighten this up a little bit. And no, I'm going to run upstairs and do this little thing at the chapel. And so I, I am um, I'm, I'm not diagnosed, um, self-diagnosed ADD. I think, uh, mm-hmm. in the sense that I'm very easily distracted so yeah yeah
1: yeah no that's nice you can spread out on the dining room table I think if I did that my mom would immediately be like um get your crap out of here
0: (laughs) what does your family actually eat at the dining room table that's the question
1: we eat there at least maybe once or twice a week we have like a counter space that's like all of us can fit up on the counter too so we usually eat up there um but that being said there's other stuff that needs to be on the dining room table and that takes precedence over. Uh, um, yeah. So. Cause I was going to say
0: there are a lot of American homes in which the dining room is the least used room in the house. Um, you know, a lot of places will have like a formal dining room, but then doesn't really get used because they have a kitchen table or they have a counter or a breakfast nook or something like that, that they eat at actually most days. So I would think the dining room would be an ideal location to set up shop, but
1: yeah, we have a um we have like a sunroom like on kind of the edge of our house. I've recorded the podcast in there, it's like really bright when I go in there. Um so Father Tom only sees like a glow of light on the zoom. But um an aura around me. Um, you know, pretty appropriate, but mm-hmm. uh so we've usually we've set that up as um Linda Grady University, that's what we called it in the okay. spring. Um, home of the fighting gym. Jim is my dad, so we had to <laughs> include him in there. So we have a sign up that says that um, that I made in the spring, um, and I would study in there. Um, but my sister has kind of taken up shop this fall in there, so I don't really want to move her stuff around because you know she was there first. And honestly, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of homework or classes um, left to do, so um, I've taken over. We have like a little office. Um, I've taken over there. That's where my dog, my dog will wander from room to room like uh, to see my mom and then she'll go see um, Hannah and then she went into the office today and I wasn't in there and she was like so confused. She's like, where's Megan? Um, I bet
0: your dog is loving having everybody home though.
1: Oh my gosh, she loves it. Um, She uh, has a little bit of arthritis in her back legs and um, some days are better than others just uh, you know with arthritis it depends on the day so um she sometimes needs help getting up on the couch so she'll just stand by the couch and look over at us and just stare at us so there's more people to stare at to help her out um, so she's got a greater chance on getting on um, the yeah. furniture that she wants to
0: who's going to um, help me out yeah. this
1: time right yeah, yeah. definitely need to build her to a little
0: doggy people. ramp is all
1: we tried to get her steps, like doggy steps, um, yeah. but she, like, absolutely hated them. Like, she just rejected them. She would try and jump up before she even used them. I'm like, okay, I guess she doesn't like these. So we're looking for well, a Well, maybe,
0: like I say, a ramp. That would be the way yeah. to go. Right. Ah, oh, goodness. Um, Going back to the dining room table for a moment, speaking of dining room tables, uh, what's what's Thanksgiving going to be at the Grady household oh, this that's year? Oh, a good
1: segue. I wasn't sure what that segue was going to be. That uh-huh, was really good.
0: Uh-huh. I'm good at this.
1: <laughs> you are good. Um, Thanksgiving. So, um, I think I've said this before, but my mom comes from a family of 10, um, siblings. So, uh, uh, we usually have a really big like family gatherings. I, literally every family gathering is huge. Um, so that necessarily is not, we are not getting together yeah. all together this year. And it's so devastating to me um, mm-hmm. just because I look forward to seeing all those people um, a couple times a year at those um, gatherings. But um, we're just putting the health of everybody, including my grandma um, first um, and all my relatives have been pretty understanding of that. So we're not getting together. Um, my family, my family, Immediate family will be getting together, like me and my sister and uh, my dad and my mom. Because, you know, where are we going to go? Um, yeah. <laughs> none of us are off uh, doing anything separate. So we'll be, you know, hanging out on Thanksgiving and um, just, I don't know. It'll be weird. I've never had a holiday where it's just us all day. Usually it's just us in the morning and then um, we'll go to my grandma's house on my um, mom's side and then. Uh, we'll leave from there to my dad, uh, my dad's mom and dad, um, my grandma and grandpa, Grady, and then we'll come back here. But we won't even really have to leave <laughs> to go anywhere, so that'll be weird.
0: But yeah. what are you
1: doing for Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, the short answer is I don't know yet. I am really playing it by ear. I um, um I live in a tumble. I don't live in a tumble. I haven't lived in a tumble for years. Um, I grew up in Ottumwa, and my oldest sister Mary Joe and her husband uh, and some and my niece and her husband and their kids they live down in atumwa and so when i go, when i say i go home that 's what I mean I go home you know to their house um, and um, but since the pandemic started, i think i 've only been home twice and once was like uh, late no once was memorial day in the spring last may and the weather was nice enough. We kind of did the outdoor picnic kind of thing, sit in their driveway and, and that was fine and safe and good. Um, my brother-in-law has some health issues where we need to be really careful and they've been really careful this whole time and want to keep it that way. And then, um, I went home, uh, I didn't even go home for July 4th, which is also my birthday. And so I didn't, you know, I just, yeah, you know, So that that kind of stunk, I have to admit. Uh, and that's normally a holiday I would go home for and do family stuff. Um, and then this Labor Day in September, I uh, went home, and, again, the weather was nice enough we could kind of do the outdoor thing. So I did talk to my sister, and we were, like, uh, brainstorming about, okay, here's how we could do this. And so if if I go home, it will probably be just me, and they have my room that's always kind of my room at the top of the steps. Um and they would, like, clean that thoroughly, and I would, you know, we'd take all the precautions we could. Um, I'm looking at, in fact, I scheduled, uh, because we have it on campus here now, I scheduled to go ahead and get a test on Monday um, with the hope of having results, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and hopefully those are clear, and that'd be just another thing I could say, okay, you know, that was all good. In the meantime, I'm trying to limit myself to, I mean, I can't totally quarantine, given the nature of my work. I do have to come to the office for some things and do some things, but trying to limit um, those kind of uh, unnecessary interactions with other people outside of my normal, you know, small bubble. So if all of that is still looking okay and I'm taking those precautions and they're taking precautions on their end, I really, 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 really hope and want to go home for Thanksgiving. That being said, it doesn't look good right now, you know, just numbers-wise. and things so i am prepared to not do that so and if i don't do that i don't have a good plan b right now other than i did tell the folks at the cafe on vine which is one of the local uh uh, groups here that serves uh the homeless and uh, i said hey if i'm not going home for thanksgiving i might as well be down here because they're not opening their dining room obviously but they are serving food out the window as they've been doing during this whole pandemic and i said I'll let you know, and uh, if you need an extra pair of hands, so that's probably what I would do on Thanksgiving Day. Um, that's
1: awesome.
0: We'll see, we'll see. But I'm I'm hoping I can go home, even if it's a short visit. Make it as safe as possible. Take all the precautions I can. Yeah. Um, you no, know, I th- I, th- I think it it may be doable. I know the uh, Scott County, where St. Ambrose is here in Iowa, just sent out a thing today actually saying, here are things, some guidelines that we've developed with the CDC about uh, holidays and family gatherings and things. So I'll take a look at all of those. And I know um, our campus nurse, Nurse Nancy, sent that out to students as well. So I'll look that all over. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I hope that all works out. That would... But at least you have – you do have a plan B, though. You said you didn't, but that's a really good well, – that's a pretty good yeah. plan. But I hope plan A works um, yeah, in your favor.
0: I yeah. Well, so, we'll, uh, you know, I uh, – I mean, yeah, I don't particularly relish the idea of um, sitting in my apartment <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> making yep. myself a sandwich. <laughs> that's what um, my mom
1: was saying. My mom was just saying today, like, she taught in uh, Arizona for about, like, five years, and um, or I think more than that, actually. I can't remember, but she ended up, like, one year just not being able to make it home, I think, for Thanksgiving, and um, she made it. She got a turkey sandwich from the gas station and just uh, ate it at home, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what a difference um, between going home and having all these, like, I bet there's there's so many people in my grandma's house on Thanksgiving. It's not even funny, oh, yeah.
0: but... Well, and when you come from a big family like your mom does and I do, you like you associate holidays with a big, crazy gathering of people, you know, yeah. and people having conversations all over the top of each other across the living room yeah. and, you know, and, and just the, kind of madness.
1: The adults' table, adult table the, yeah. the kids' table, yep. the in-between. Table. I'm still at like the kids' table. I always sit there. I think I sit there by choice now. It is like what uh, I feel like I don't have much in common with all the adults <laughs> More common with like with my little cousins
0: with with our family we found that uh there was a you know there was a time when there were like kids all over the place when you know grant my parents' grandkids you know my nieces and nephews were little and um, and so there was you know just like a lot of kids around, and then all of a sudden, there was not as many kids around and then the next wave came in with the great grandchildren coming in and stuff like that, so you kind of go in these yeah. ebbs and tides or uh yeah. of of the number of children that are around, but yes, I have very fond, fond memories of uh holidays um sitting at the kids' table uh in our house the the adults' table was upstairs, the kids' table was downstairs, and uh I don't know how they kept us from you know, I don't know if they just kinda of shut the door on us and said, you know, try not to burn the house down or if there was maybe a designated adult to check on us every now and then but, you know, they'd kind of get our our plates, our food put together and then we'd go downstairs and eat at one of the folding tables uh in the basement. Um but that was great. And then then we could get up from the table whenever we wanted and start to play with our Legos or whatever. So, you know,
1: I no, like yeah. the table. <laughs> I love love the kids' table, but there was always a part of, like, me and, like, some of my cousins where we're like, okay, but, like, why aren't we allowed at that table? Like, that being the adult table. And I remember a couple years ago, my cousin Nick, like, he came to – he had grown some facial hair. And all of a sudden, he's over at the adult table. And I go, excuse me, sir, you were at the kids' table last year. So the trick is that I have to grow – a beard, you know, to be at the adult table, I guess. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll
0: I, see. I um, you know, once I graduated to the adult table, I think the only benefit really was, um, well, maybe some more interesting conversation, but also um, easier access to the food, um, yes. those kind of things, you know. Yeah And, and mm-hmm. of course, once you were of age, you know, to be able to um, indulge appropriately in an adult beverage with uh and aunts and uncles and mom and dad and stuff like that. So it's nice too. So yes, yep. Yeah, well, I uh, I don't know what's gonna happen exactly, but I, I think I think, you know, we'll we'll see. I did have um one of our professors, good good person, wonderful family, did invite me uh to their home. Uh so plan C, I suppose. <laughs> um mm-hmm or plan B part two, I don't know, is uh, that I would maybe go to their home because they have a, a fairly small family and they said it would be a real small thing. And and so I, I said, I'll get back to you on that one. I know for sure what's happening with my uh, my home Thanksgiving plans, but that would be another option. So,
1: That's so yeah. nice, though.
0: Yeah, that will be good. Um okay I know i'm not gonna I'm not gonna tease you mercilessly about the fact that you are not even caught up on the first season of the Mandalorian, let alone haven't watched any of the three new episodes that have come out for season two. um I will just say that I know you got stuff going on homework and whatnot yeah, in the semester, but you need to get on the stick and uh watch this stuff sometime during okay. the break at least and get caught up um. Okay. And the most recent episode of The Mandalorian in particular, I, uh, I've already watched it twice, um, probably watched it a third time, because it has just got got everything good I want in it, um, you know, from taking down stormtroopers uh, to uh, bringing some storyline stuff in uh, that is going to advance the storyline in a major way. And, um, yeah, a lot of good things. So I won't give too much away, but there's... Uh, characters i should say reintroduced from the star wars universe uh specifically from the clone wars series that come Ooh. back into this uh that are actually uh yeah and so that's cool and we knew that ahsoka tana was gonna appear somewhere because that had already been leaked that she had been cast and uh so there's some mention of her in this episode she's uh of course was anakin skywalker's padawan and um so looking forward to uh where that goes, um, the first two episodes of the season were good too, but they were just kind of the Mandalorian typically goes back and forth between uh, an episode that really advances the story and then an episode that's kind of like a one off side adventure and I like them both, but I really like the ones that advance the general storyline because um, it brings the universe together for me and and answers some questions and yeah it's good it's good and there's some good um there's a little uh, there's some explanation as to why the Mandalorian never takes off his helmet in this newest episode, because all the nerds were saying, how come this Mandalorian never takes off his helmet? And all the Mandalorians in the other episodes of the Clone Wars and those kind of things took off their helmet all the time. Well, we have an answer. And it's actually uh, pretty much what I had thought it would be. So, yeah.
1: Well, you should, goodness gracious, you should be writing for the show. Uh,
0: probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Filoni should be, put me on speed dial.
1: Right. That could be Thanksgiving plan Z, is that you fly <laughs> yourself to the home, not the studio, to the home of the creator, and you knock on his door and say, hey, I have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. Also, I think I should ride on your show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think I'll get down to plan Z. I don't think I have time for plan Z. <laughs> It's a lot of work.
1: That would be, be a lot of work. fun. It
0: would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be. Uh, goodness. Um, also, a new thing uh, I mentioned to you yesterday in preparation for our podcast today, I decided yesterday I'm going to try to run a half marathon.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so exciting.
0: Um, and I did this solely based on the stupid Garmin Connect app that gives you these badges that gets you nothing, you know, like you should at least get a coupon for something. But no, you just, you, when you do these things that it says to do, you get a badge and it's worth a point, which gets you closer to being the next level, which again, does nothing for you whatsoever. But I'm kind of addicted to these little points. I, I, I know it's, you know, I suppose it's just that little chemical release that's like, oh, you did something, you accomplished something. Congratulations. You're now a point closer to being a level four or whatever. So, but in all honesty, I did decide, you know, this winter, well, it's going to be running in the winter is kind of, it's hard to stay motivated for me to run in the winter. So I wanted something to like keep me on schedule so that I would continue to run through the winter months as best I can. And so I decided, okay, we'll set up this training program, which gave me a point and a badge.
1: Um, <laughs> You're a slave so the I badges. Could,
0: I am. I I'm, I'm I'm actually kind of uh depressed at how easily motivated I am by meaningless things.
1: <laughs>
0: like just throw Honestly, some worthless yeah. points at me like oh yeah, I'll do it. Oh well. So uh, yeah so I'm planning this I picked a i picked you can pick different um coaches even virtual coaches obviously kind of an and different uh, different training regimen so I picked one that was a pretty easy one um, so I won't be running this thing until march like March thirteenth that's the plan so and oh, I'm I not didn't... signing up for a marathon that's actually happening anywhere although I did look around there's one in Des Moines that same Saturday. I don't think I want to go all the way to Des Moines for that. So I think I'm just going to run my own.
1: Well, if you need help, I'll help you out. If we don't have a track meet, we'll probably have a track meet. We'll probably
0: have a track meet. It's a Saturday in the spring. You'll have a track meet. But
1: oh, But if we don't, I will be on the bike path. And after I run at the track meet, I will come directly to the bike path. My coach is going to be like, where are you going? I'm going to be like, sorry, coach. I have a previous engagement. Uh, My friend is running a half marathon. That's so exciting, though. Like that, just think, just think about how far you've come.
0: Just yeah, think
1: about that.
0: yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, it will definitely be the furthest I've ever run. I think the training regimen that I picked, though, said that I would be running up to, or maybe even a little beyond, that mileage before I actually run it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: so it's That's uh, a- I know some training regiments won't ever af- actually have you run the full distance, but get close. But I think yeah. uh this one said that we would be running maybe the full distance before the official run, but I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, it depends, yeah.
0: But so it's definitely, definitely um it's having me do some things I've never done in running, um like uh like the next workout that I have scheduled, I have to do some cadence drills. And some mm-hmm. acceleration, some like gradual acceleration and deceleration drills. So we'll see how that goes. Normally, I just run. Sure. I don't think about my running; I just run.
1: Right, but honestly, you know, aren't you bored of that now? Like you're moving up to the next level. I guess so. I think yeah. I think this is going You're gonna really like it. I like workout days because they break up. You know. Like, yeah. not that I don't like just going out and running, but it's like, okay, I'm going to do this today, you know?
0: Well, yesterday was actually what they called like my baseline workout or whatever, where, and it was short, it was super short. Um, but it was basically just a, a normal jog, you know, for a couple minutes and then running hard for five minutes and then, mm. and then a uh, normal jog or even walk after that. And that was it. And um, even, as, even if it, as, because it was so short, it was, uh, you know, I rated it as moderate exhilaration for me, not very easy, not easy, but moderate because, yeah, when you're running kind of – I wasn't sprinting exactly, but I was running hard for five minutes, you know. Yeah. And I felt it. Did so. you like
1: it, though? Did you, Did some part of you like it? I liked it, it when it, I, it was no, over. You, <laughs> you talk, no, but you talked about, like, you've talked about how, like, sometimes, you, yeah, you don't like it until it's over, but it's like, I like A little bit of me likes the feeling of running fast. Yeah. Like, I'm like, ooh, I'm flying. Especially if you're on the bike path and you're just, like, flying past people, flying past the trees. It's kind of awesome. it was
0: okay. It was okay. Okay. I'm glad it wasn't longer than five minutes, though.
1: Yeah. At a certain point, after the first couple minutes you're looking at your watch, you're like, all right, get going. Let's go.
0: There's no way I could run a, uh, a 5K in the pace that I did in that five minutes. That's for. I think my pace for that five minutes was under seven minutes. Um, Wow! Like under seven minutes, under uh, an average of under seven minutes a mile. But there's no way I could keep that pace up for.
1: Well, um, you don't know. Well, you don't. Maybe not now, but once you start training, honestly, a a lot of people do. um, I don't know if you're up for this, but a lot of people do like little races before the big race, just like as checkpoints to check your fitness. Hmm. I don't know. That would just be, like, a short little race, like a 5K or 10K, but, um, you know, something to check. Okay, my progress. So you okay. do a time trial at the beginning and then see where you're at at the end, but, I don't
0: know. I just have to look into just that.
1: A just a thought.
0: Well, our listeners are probably like, oh, God, enough of the running already. Go back to the Mandalorian yeah. or That's things. Up. But what else is going on in, in uh, Town?
1: Well, it's um, my sister's birthday on Friday. And? Um, oh, oh, wait. And my birthday, because we're twins. Happy almost um, birthday. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So we're going to be 22, um, which is really scary, actually, because I remember when I would be, like, I don't know. I just remember thinking, meeting people that were also 22, or having uh, my cousins turn 22, and I was always like, Oh my gosh, that's so old. Like, I mean, not like old, like old lady old, but like, just like, that's so like sophisticated, yeah. like you're an adult, you know? So I don't feel like an adult, but,
0: um, so I'll pull you in bad. on something that feeling I'm, con- I'm pretty well convinced. I'm sure that, I don't think that feeling ever quite goes away where you're always, you're, you're looking at, you're looking for that age where, ah, now I feel mature. Um, I don't, maybe it will, but I mean, I, it, the bar just keeps moving up, you know?
1: Well, you there's, know? there's part of, there's like certain things that I do like now where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of like an adult, like what an adult would do. But I also feel like I'm like an imposter. Like I'm like, I'm just yeah. acting like, an, you know, like uh grocery shopping. If I go grocery shopping or I don't know, little things like that. Um, yeah. I'm just, Oh, this is, this is what adult life is like, but um, and there's yeah, a part so, of me that
0: thinks, maybe that's not all bad, you know, like... No, I'm glad. I I think at least, you know, it preserves a kind of youthfulness and maybe even a, like, Christian childlikeness, not childishness, but childlikeness that is a good thing, you know, because I guess I don't want to reach a point where, like, oh, I am an old man now, so now I need to start acting like what I think an old man should act like, you know. No, well, you got your this,
1: voice down.
0: Well, yeah, I've got, the, your- I've got that down. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Oh, the well, they Megan. It's been good talking to you. What? What?
1: <laughs> so,
0: oh boy. Have like yeah.
1: the the like ear horn or whatever where they had yeah. back in the day. Oh well, that's so funny. But anyway, the big two two on Friday. Um not till seven thirty one PM.
0: Okay, uh, okay.
1: At seven thirty, Hannah Grady will be turning twenty two and then at seven thirty one. Maggie yep. Grey will be turning 22. So, very specific. <laughs> <laughs> very specific.
0: <laughs> well, I hope it's a wonderful celebration and uh yeah, and uh a good Thanksgiving next week and um yeah, we'll figure out, yeah, we can I mean, we'll figure out if we want to do the show next week or not, but yeah, I'm game. What am I going to do, you know?
1: Yeah, what else am I doing? I don't know.
0: Yeah, my uh-huh. schedule's pretty clear I think. Un- I- unless I suppose unless I get clear and go home to uh to a early, then I- maybe I wouldn't do the podcast. Well, we'll, we'll figure that out. Or, off-, off the air, or we'll figure that out.
1: We could talk to your family if
0: oh, you go boy.
1: home. <gasps> That'd be interesting. But so we've talked to my family. I want to hear from your family. Anyway, we can talk about that. Okay. We'll but-
0: we'll play it by ear. We'll see what happens. I'm I- I'm game. They might be game. Maybe we can get my niece Sarah on there, and then she could really um, share embarrassing stories. So, <laughs> this is my niece, who's not that much younger than me. so I grew up with her more like a little sister. So, yeah. perfect. That's mm-hmm. what we
1: need. <laughs>
0: I was nicer to her than her brothers, uh, who were more, you know, close in age to me. But uh, I'm sure she, she probably still felt like I was a kind of a jerky older brother at times, maybe I don't know, maybe not,
1: my uncle's being mean to me, <laughs>
0: that yeah <doesn't> sound good <laughs> yeah, yeah my my nephews and nieces, especially those who are not that distant in age from me um they they didn't get this whole thing that um that title uncle didn't really carry a whole lot of weight, you know um with me um, because <laughs> I just wasn't really that much older or had any more life experience. <laughs> To speak of than they had. So, uh, <laughs> anywho, all right. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, a happy early birthday to Megan and your sister on Friday. And I'll let you bring us home.
1: All right. May the faith be with you
0: and with your spirit. Take care, everyone. Be safe.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Bye bye. <laughs>